Hello, hello, it's your boy Hans, joined as always by my friend of 25 years, actor extraordinaire, the GCJ himself, the SSA of Champion of the World, Mr. JP Wolf. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. I just, that, that intro just never gets old. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy doing it. I'm glad you like it, because even if you didn't, I probably wouldn't stop. <laughs> But um, but yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. This week um, is finally cooled off in LA, so it kind of feels oh, nice. like LA finally has seasons, which is uh, nice. Yeah, you don't uh, get that too often. Yeah, there's all of two seasons in LA. Uh, <laughs> yes, hot and hotter. Hot and <laughs> oppressively really, hot. Really damn hot. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, things are going pretty good. Um, how about nice. you? How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. Uh, I mean. Today, our feature presentation is The Last Boy Scout, which we'll get to momentarily. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, if that doesn't put you in a good mood, nothing will. But other than that, yeah, I mean, it's it's been good here. Same same old, same old. What have you What have you been getting into this week? What you What you reading, watching? Yeah, so actually quite a bit this week. It's um, nice. I, I just started reading the second uh, book of the the sequel to The Terminal List by Jack Carr. I'm oh, nice. I've mentioned that before. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm, I'm only like 20 pages in. My buddy just gave it to me the other day, and I love nice. it. Um, oh. Big Garrett for the book. Um, <laughs> and then I started Succession, finally. Oh, how far are you? Only two episodes in, but I love it. Love it. So good. So it's good. so good. The writing is so good. The acting is incredible. Jeremy Strong is so good in it. He plays yep. Kendall. Um, yeah, he's and, the best. And Kieran Culkin is so good. Um, Brian Cox, like, so, oh, so yeah. good. You know who, like, had a big part in that? And probably why it's so funny and witty. Who? Adam McKay. Oh yeah, he directed the pilot. Yeah, yeah. I know he's. I think he's like a producer. I'm not sure exactly. Yeah. If he's done some of the writing or anything like that, but I know he has a pretty big hand in it. Yeah, him and Will Ferrell are both EPs on the show. Oh, I didn't even notice Ferrell. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. They're both they're both executive producers on the show, which is awesome that they're both you know doing that and a part of this show. Um, but yeah, I love that. Um, I also watched Aaron Sorkin's new movie on Netflix, uh, The Trial of the Chicago oh, Seven. Yeah, how was it? I haven't gotten to that yet. Fantastic. Fantastic. Great acting. Obviously, incredible writing with Sorkin, you know, rapid yeah. fire dialogue. Um, I do enjoy a good Sorkin movie. Oh my God, me too. Um, but yeah, I love that. That's kind of a, about it for me. What about you? What have you been watching? What have you been getting into? Uh, I made sure to watch the Borat sequel. Oh, yeah, I watched that, too. Yeah, what'd you think? <laughs> oh, my God, insane. That dude, Sasha Baron Cohen, has balls of steel. Oh, like, yeah. Steel. I, I just recently, this is probably like yesterday, I saw a clip that wasn't in the movie, but when he goes and does that song at, like, the that right-wing, like, QAnon rally or whatever, you know, and he gets mm-hmm. up on stage and starts singing. They didn't show this, but he gets like chased off the stage by like some angry, like militant 
nut jobs and they like chase him into like his trailer and he's like on the ground like with his feet up against the door like holding the knob like while they're trying to bust in and you know it's serious because he starts speaking in his normal british accent so (gasps) oh my god you gotta send that to me yeah i can't remember where i saw it i was like oh damn that really was like he's like he was in some real danger at times (laughs) oh my god that's crazy other thing I, I really enjoy it, by the way. But the other thing I want to know more about, he stayed in those, like, right-wingers ha- cabin for, like, days. Oh, a long time, it seems like, yeah. So he kept up that character for days on end. Just That's like, wild. Wait, just, oh, my God. To be like, able to do is, that is nuts. What and a never break. experience. And never break. I mean, he's a genius. We all know that. But also, thinking about it now, all the crew... That were filming them, and like yeah, and, I was wondering and, and how they that had to stay into it. They had to stay in it too. Yeah, but I guess they don't. They don't actually have to say anything. Like they just keep quiet, right? Oh, I would imagine, yeah. But uh, and the 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 woman his, that played his daughter, I thought mm-hmm. she was fantastic. She was great too. That oh, she oh. also had balls. Like she just like went for it too. Like the scene at the the debutante the, ball. Oh my god. When she starts doing like the period dance or whatever. Oh my god! <laughs> or at like the the Republicans like women's empowerment meeting when she gets up there, it starts telling all these stuffy white Republican broads, Christian good ladies about basically masturbating. <laughs> and <laughs> to their credit, they were really nice about it. They were really nice about it, but, oh my god, that was hilarious. So good. Yeah, that that lady did an incredible job. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, of course, the Giuliani scene was a, all everyone wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It wasn't exactly damning, it just made him look super creepy. Just, like, just yeah, super creepy, super, like, you know. Like, he was yeah. definitely trying to sleep with her. Like, he thought that's what was going to happen. Oh, for sure. For but sure. he's just a sleaze. Not to defend him, but I mean, it's still gross. He's like a million years old, and she's actually twenty-five. But and she's playing like fifteen in the movie. But he didn't seem to be aware of that because mm-hmm. if they would have had a moment where they're like, "She's fifteen, they would have left that in the movie, and they didn't. So yeah, for sure. But still, I mean, like, like it may not be before. illegal, but doesn't mean it's not like ugh, creepy old yeah. man. It's and, like, gross. laying down on the bed and putting your hand in your pants, and he claims he was tucking in his shirt, but still, she like... was, because she pulled out, like, the microphone, and it pulled his shirt out, but he was tucking it in, but he was also getting... That's the position you get into for when you think something else is about to happen. Yeah, very <laughs> creepy, very sleazy. Point. He was assuming the position. He thought, he thought things were going down. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Creepy old man. <laughs> I know, creepy old man. <laughs> but I thought it was really funny. I thought they did a good job. Um, it's hard to make a sequel to like, essentially a classic, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think they did pretty well with it. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have I been doing? I got through uh, the DC Comics, uh, the Three Jokers run. I don't oh! Know it, where there's like three I jokes. I haven't heard one's about like that. Comedian, one's the criminal, and one's the... Uh, I can't remember what the other one was. There's, but there's three of them, and it was like they're trying to figure out who was the real one, 
uh, it was all without going too much into it. It's it's worth a read, but I thought I thought it was pretty good. I gotta check it out. You get some Batman, Bat Batgirl, uh, Red Hood, some Jason Todd. Well, I I like Red Hood quite a bit. Me too. I'm uh, you know under the Red Hood for people who haven't seen it. It's one of the best you know Batman animated films. Yeah. I think. It's I agree. A great story, and the voice acting is great, and the story is awesome. I completely agree. That story ties into because you get the whole because obviously he hates the Joker, <laughs> so mm-hmm. another fun conversation with him and Batman. Like, so why have you never killed him? Like, come on, man. Like, after what he you thought he killed me, and yet still not. You just you just let him go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like the Punisher. Kind of yeah, he's a lot like DC's Punisher. Uh, it's a very good comparison, and I'm a big Punisher fan. He's not as uh, psychotic and ruthless as the Punisher, but kind of similar, kind of moral. Yeah, they they're just like we're. I'm just gonna kill criminals. Yeah, they're bad, and um, if you don't kill them, they're still gonna do bad stuff. Right, the Punisher's a little more hardcore, but yeah. Oh my god, especially if he's written by Garth Ennis. Like, yeah. Insane. Get that max title and oh boy, buckle up! Ooh, buckle up for a crazy, dark, twisted, bloody ride. Did you ever see that uh, Punisher War Zone? The the sequel to the, the movie. Tom Jane one. Yeah, I don't know if it was that. It was the one that came after. I don't know if it was a sequel yeah. or not, but because it was played by I, I did. What did you think of Stevenson? Ray Stevenson, yeah. Who then actually played another Marvel character? He was Volstag, one of the boards. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think. I at the time, because at the time I had seen the 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 2004 Punisher, which I think we would be a fun movie to talk about on yeah. the show at some point. Tom Jane and mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's his name, Crazy Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, at the time, like I liked it, and that was kind of the first time you you see Marvel like really go go for like that hard R rating and i remember going in and seeing the second movie war zone and i was just like what they like went brutal with that very very brutal i haven't seen it but i've seen bits like the whole thing but i've seen bits and pieces and people talking about it and like a lot of the reasons it was uh panned by some critics was because he's just like so awful he's just a really bad dude just like horribly murdering people with, like, no remorse. But that's, like, that's what the Punisher actually is in the comic book. Yeah. Some of the most brutal scenes uh, that they put in, the the director, she was like, yeah, I just lifted those straight from the comic book. So, (laughs) like, you're going to get on that is, like, like, I did, that's the source material. That's what we're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. Fundamental misunderstanding of what this character is if you don't, if you thought that was too far brutal. Yeah, I have to, I'll have to revisit that at some point. Or at I least would like watch some well. ex- extended clips on YouTube, at, at the least. Well, Marvel did some weird stuff back before the MCU. Because, I mean, they had Blade. That was pretty hardcore. That was Blade. R-rated movies. Yeah, yeah. All of the, all of the Blade movies. Especially I that did the Blade, I did the whole Blade trilogy a week or so ago. I just watched them like all in one day for some reason. I think they're all on Hulu. Oh, how does the second one hold up? Second one's still really good. And the third wasn't as bad as I remembered. It wasn't good, but yeah. Ryan Reynolds helps a lot. Yeah, 
he's 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 so damn charismatic and exactly charming, right and jacked just jacked oh yeah he's ripped as hell in that in that one that was the beginning of the jacked ryan reynolds that we will that we continue to see to this day that we all know and love yeah (laughs) it's really unfair that he's that pretty that jacked he's funny and a good actor it's not fair come on man and he's likable too yeah like you should hate him because he has all this but it's like i can't even hate him (sighs) yeah i mean good on him yeah (laughs) he seems like a decent he actually seems like a decent dude too Mm -hmm. yeah and and i think he kind of he knows the position that he's in and he kind of like glibly makes fun of himself a lot, which yeah. which is nice to hear that he doesn't take himself too incredibly seriously. Exactly. Exactly. It's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, if you can give us self-deprecating, that can go a long way. Exactly. Exactly. Humility, I think it's very important. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. So I, I read that oh, Mandalorian season two comes out. This week, this Friday, or well, it'll be like a week before when this ever comes out, but I haven't watched it yet. I don't know if you got into the first season or not. I saw the first two episodes, liked it, and then just got distracted with other stuff. So I need to put that on my on my short to-do list for sure. Very good. It's one of the better bits of Star Wars content that's come out in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I watched the whole thing. Um very excited nice i definitely gotta check that out i even yesterday wrote a thing about pod racing for the sports website the turf sports that i write for because that's the closest thing i could find in star wars lore that was sports (laughs) (laughs) so racing was pod racing i gotta i gotta capitalize on all the star wars seo you know all the talk oh of course myself in that algorithm it's very relevant right now I had to do it. I had to do yeah. it. <laughs> so I've watched a couple of the random things. I rewatched This is the End, which I hadn't seen in years. Man, the movie's still so funny. It's so funny. It's so well done. And just, yeah, I'll say, speaking of glib and tongue-in-cheek, you know, mm-hmm. that. And, you know, Danny McBride and, you know, Seth Rogen and Jay Baruchel and Craig Robinson and James Franco. I love and, Craig, man. God, he's so funny. And I've been rewatching over. some of the old Office because it's coming off uh, at the end of the year. It's coming off Netflix. So I've been mm-hmm. trying to. I hadn't seen it in a while. I was like, uh, oh, let's watch it through one more time. And God, I forget, I, it reminds me how much, how much I enjoy Craig and how much he comes into some of the later seasons and truly actually saves a lot of it because some of those later seasons are not that good but yeah like once michael leaves it's it was it was really tough i just remember it was yeah i just remember michael leaving and and you know they really tried to you know stack stack the cast when when uh michael left you know bringing on you know will ferrell and jim carrey and and all these people and it's just like michael Michael is kind yeah, he of made the one who carried. He made the show, of course. I agree. I, mean, uh, I still watched season, it. He left in he left in season seven. Season eight wasn't that bad. It wasn't obviously as good. Season I think season nine was the last season. Man, that was one of the worst seasons of television I've ever seen in my life. Well, although was, they nailed the finale. Yes, they did. The finale nail the was finale. Great. That was one of the better finales. I feel like that gets lost because of that show. Had, just fallen so far by that point but 
they really nailed the finale. Yeah. Isn't it kind of funny, too, how Nora Kirkpatrick is in the last season yes. of, of The Office? I know. Former Johnston dragging great. Oh, Nora of Kirkpatrick. She was, I, that was supposed to basically be like a backdoor pilot to a spinoff uh, starring Dwight and his, like, Shroot Farms. And I believe she was supposed to be, like, a main character in that. But they didn't end really? up doing that. Yeah, they didn't. Up, that's why she never showed up again, because it was kind of like their way of doing a pilot for this other spinoff series that just uh-huh. never came to fruition, which sucks. Because I would, I, I mean, I think she's, I don't follow her career really, but I think she's working. But uh, yeah, yeah. I think that would be a pretty big, big role to have gotten. Oh, huge, huge. Do you yeah. ever see her out there? I saw her out here once. She came into the bar where I was working. And she didn't recognize me. And of sure. course, you know, we hadn't seen each other since like the, the eighth grade. Yeah, and, she moved away in like seventh or eighth grade, I think. Yeah. I can't really. And, and I was like, Nora, hey. And she was like, hey. I was like, JP Wool, we went to Johnston together. And she's like, oh, yeah. Clearly not having any idea who I yeah. was. <laughs> I don't blame her. It, I, if people I hadn't seen since eighth grade came up to me like that, I, I can't. Sad, remember? Yeah, and you know, especially how much you've changed. I mean, since then, everyone has. Yeah, she. I remember. I was never close with her, but she always seemed nice. Yeah, she was always so nice. She was. Yeah, she was always so nice to me. That's that's how I felt. But it was just kind of funny because at the time I was like, "How dare you not know who I am?" But then (laughs) I'm thinking, dude. I've grown and changed so much since the fucking eighth grade. Right. It's fine. It's years. I wouldn't recognize her if I saw her out and I've seen her in stuff since then. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wouldn't even click in my head. Yeah, exactly. But I run into friends I've known for years on the street and I don't realize it. So that may be Mm -hmm. a test for that. I'm just very unobservant. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What else? I think that's about all I got into any note i don't think there's much like trailers or anything that came out uh, i believe spider-man 3 officially started filming so that's pretty cool yeah yeah tom holland literally went from uncharted to yeah wrapping uncharted to spider-man 3 so good yep. on him like keep working dude yeah and sony has supposedly said that we should be getting some sort of teaser trailer before the end of the year so that's pretty cool hell yes i'm down for that me too i'm excited to see what the actual title is. Mm-hmm. Since they haven't really said, obviously, something with home in the title, because that seems to be what they're doing. Oh, yeah, Homecoming, Far From Home. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it looks oh, yeah. like he'll be on the run, and we get some multiverse. Uh, should be good. Looking forward to it. Sounds good to me. All right, well, that's all I got. Should we, uh, should we hop on into our feature presentation? Let's jump in and see how see what happens with this crazy movie. Oh boy. And now, our feature presentation. The Last Boy Scout from 1991, directed by Tony Scott. Starring Bruce Willis as Joe Hallenbeck, Damon Wayans Sr. as <laughs> Jimmy Dix, Halle Berry shows up for a bit as 
a stripper named Corey. Uh, there's a handful of other characters. We see Kim Coates again. Is like a henchman. Kim Coates has been in a number of the movies we've done. He's Waterworld. He's in something else we just did that I can't recall. But yeah, he's he's like a great lower level henchman kind of guy. He's Always one here. of my favorite character actors. He's fantastic. Yeah, he's 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 a delight. I mean, I I don't know him. He might be terrible, but I enjoy this. I enjoy watching him more. At least yeah. I can say that. I mean, I waited on him once when I was oh, yeah. bartending, and he was beyond nice, so complimentary. Because I, oh, t- I was a big fan of his from Sons of Anarchy, and I, right. and, I, and I said, you know, just really quick, not made a big deal out of it. I was just like, you know, I'm a big fan of your work. I really respect your work as an actor. Thank you for doing what you do. And he's like, oh, man, what's your name, man? Oh, I'm Kim. Nice to meet you, man. That's Thank awesome. you so much. He was so nice. Tipped very well. Kim Coates, you are the best. Hell yeah, we're, we're we are now a Kim Coates stand podcast. Um, <laughs> you did it the right way too, because there's like, I'm not making this a whole thing. I'm not about to ask you about like crazy details on a character. Be a weirdo. It's just like, bro, I respect what you do. Yeah, yeah. Like, no need to engage me. Just wanted you to know you rule. Thanks. So that's man, definitely. That's that's how to approach a celebrity one on one right there. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> this movie currently holds a 47% critics on Rotten Tomatoes, a 68% audience. All right. I had avoided watching this movie for years because of this opening scene. Yeah. I had yeah. seen the opening scene numerous times, and to call it bonkers does not even come close to doing it justice. It, it's, I don't, it barely even fits into the movie. Like it didn't really need to happen. It's it could never happen now. No way. I mean, we open up on this slobber knocker of a football game in the rain. We get like the opening credits with this like Monday Night Football Hank Williams like uh, knockoff song. Friday night <laughs> yeah, that... is a great night for football. Yeah, also, who plays on fucking Friday night? Yeah, seriously. It's like a Big East game, not a professional team. And they, of course, they don't have actual team names, which you always love. Billy Cole is the running back. And he gets, like, some call, some, like, shady call at halftime. Someone just calls him in the locker room. Um, Basically, like, you need to start scoring touchdowns or else. So, you you know he's into something. He's... He's make, make, mixed up with some shady business, presumably some sort of like loan shark or like yeah. gambling, you know, bookie or whatever. Can and, you also uh, mention who yeah. plays this this character? I, I couldn't place his name. Who was that? Billy Blanks of Tybo fame. Oh, <laughs> okay. I was like, this dude kind of looks familiar, but I didn't know why. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. Awesome. Uh. It was before he started making a bajillion dollars uh, teaching what, people like how Tybo to... or whatever he did. Yeah, Tybo. Yeah. Okay, so there. This is so hard to explain. It, they, it's like close to the end of the game, I guess, and it's like the announcer's like, "You got to get your best player, Billy Cole, the football," and they snap the ball in the torrential rain. Billy goes out for a pass, catches it. Runs over a couple guys, and then the, there's a would-be tackler, like, right in his face. He's going to stop him. He can't get around him. 
Billy proceed on the football field, mind you, in the middle of a game, pulls out a gun and shoots the opposing play defender in the face. In the face. Just right in the face. Brutal. Then continues to run towards the end zone, shooting people as he goes, shooting multiple people. <laughs> and that's how he scores a touchdown. I, oh, I, no flags, mind you, on that play. <laughs> Unnecessary homicide. No that's flags. A 15-yard penalty on Los Angeles. <laughs> so he scores this murder-soaked touchdown, takes a knee in the end zone. He's, like, immediately surrounded by, like, a million dudes with guns. Uh, they got there fast. Mm-hmm. Takes a knee. <laughs> takes his helmet off. Just says, ain't life a bitch, and then shoots himself in the head. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was just just as jarring now as when I saw it. Like when the movie came out, you know, like when I was I don't remember I didn't I don't think I saw it like right when the movie came out. That would have made me like six I hope not. Yeah, old. you've been like six years old. That's not okay. But you know, it's like this movie young... fucks with my head now. And I'm yeah. a grown ass adult, and that scene's still like, oh no. Yeah, very, very <laughs> brutal. Oh my god! Look, I didn't watch this movie on purpose because I had seen this, and I was always thinking there is no way the rest of this movie holds up. To that like, mm-hmm. just can't. It can't. I, yeah. It uh-huh. after seeing it, it did a pretty good job trying. But, yeah, for sure. Oh my goodness. I, I really feel like I want to just talk about this one scene for like two hours, but I know we have to move on. Just mm-hmm. go watch this scene, anybody. Yeah. I believe I think I tweeted it out on our Twitter, Action Movie BC, on Twitter. It it's like four minutes long. It's so worth it. Or just at least go to YouTube and type in the Last Boy Scout opening scene. It, mm-hmm. it, it I, there's no amount of yammering on either of us can do that will properly do this justice. Yeah. So. And yeah. we didn't make this up either. <laughs> right. I know, it right. I know it doesn't sound real. I promise it exists. All right. Yeah. We move on. We meet Joe, who's uh, Bruce Willis's character. And he's just passed the hell out in his car. And so some neighbor kids start, like, messing with him. They throw a dead squirrel on him. And he proceeds to pull a gun on some children. <laughs> Which the one kid like has the most high pitched creepy oh, yeah. scream ever. He's like, ah! <laughs> I mean, I probably would too. If some like homeless looking man just pulled a gun in my face, and I was twelve years old or whatever he was. Exactly. So then, he was he he was he like a PI or an actual cop? He was a, a PI. Okay, yeah. so he like used to be a cop or something. Yeah, so so basically, okay. he used to be um, Secret Service. Uh, oh, yeah, that makes sense with the mm-hmm. the flashbacks. Okay. Yeah. That that was bothering me because I was pretty sure he was a PI, but then there's a lot of him interacting with cops and like calling him like lieutenant and stuff like that, and acting like like the way you would address someone if you worked as a police officer. So some of that threw me, but I was pretty sure he wasn't really one. Mm-hmm. So, so that's our introduction to him. He's basically a drunken loser. Um, and then next we meet Jimmy, 
It was Damon Wayans. And from uh, Major Pain fame. <laughs> I love it. You want me to do something to take your mind off of that pain? Ugh. Yeah. So, our first introduction to Jimmy, he stops a sexual assault in a hot tub by hitting a guy in the face with a football. <laughs> Which was something. Um, very weird scene for multiple reasons. Um, we also learned that he used to be a football player. He's no longer in the league. He's basically like a washed up old guy. And I, what, I couldn't figure out exactly what his job was or if he really even had one. Is that ever really? Damon Lands? Yeah. Is he like an I, agent I think, or something? I don't think he has any kind of job. I think he's just like living off of his football money and yeah. I mean, because their first introduction is at basically like a pool party at this like mansion. Mm-hmm. So it was exactly sure what he was doing there. And then the next time we see him, he's at like a strip club. But before that all happens, Joe then starts cleaning himself up, goes home, <laughs> catches his wife banging his buddy. Oh, and, and they, he, he deduced it from, you know, the toilet seat's up, and there was steam from the shower happening, but his wife wasn't wet, you know, like, right. what's going on? So we establish he's, he's basically Batman, the world's greatest detective. <laughs> he's like Batman and Sherlock Holmes wrapped up in a, right. chain, smoke, in a chain smoking, you know, and, schlub of a man. And that, and that old man from the murder on the Orient. <laughs> Oh, um... LaBeouf or LaPoof or something uh, like that. Perot. Yeah, some something like that. Something. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Not a bad movie. I actually like that. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. Solid Daisy Ridley performance in that. Mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah, I love how he gets him to come out. He's like, he pulls his gun on the uh, closet. And he's just like, oh, if no one's here, I guess I can just fire this gun into that closet. and No big deal. First of all, if no one's there, still pretty big deal. Um, yeah, shooting the gun in the closet. Right. But that, that gets the guy to come out eventually. Um, I, I guess he's like kind of his buddy, or like he works with him too, or something like that. He seemed like another PI. Gave him like some leads and stuff. Yeah, right oh. before that, he had given him like a case. Uh, I believe he was supposed to go like look out for Corey, I think Halle Berry's character. Mm-hmm. Um, so his and friend. Also- oh, sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say. Also from Time Cop, he's the he's the main captain from Time. You're Cop. right. He is. His name was uh, uh, Bruce McGill. McGill, exactly. Yes. Yeah, he's great. Another great good character. Pull. I knew he looked familiar. I couldn't place it. Good, good pull. So he goes out. He tail between his legs. McGill. He goes out to his car, and it just blows up. <laughs> Giant explosion. Giant <laughs> like out of nowhere. Car bomb. Boom. Big dead. His wife thinks it's him at first and very concerned. Doesn't seem to be really concerned when she finds out it was the other guy. <laughs> yeah. Who did this, Joe? And, and, like, nonchalantly, Bruce Willis just goes, Mr. Rogers. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce is, like, Willis's performance in this, he's not to, like, where he is now where he just clearly doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. But he's not at, like, Die Hard. He's, like, still giving a shit, but he's on the end of his giving a shit 
Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's and and that's such a bummer because you know he's even after this movie, he put in great performances like this, obviously like the sixth sense and yeah. you know, unbreakable he's and stuff. Actor. Like he's a solid actor and he's got great range, but he just gives no fucks. Yeah, it's strange. It's like if you just don't he's gotta have more money than he needs. Like if you really don't care, why why even do these? Yeah. Just, exactly. uh, it's, it's just it's odd. It's like I could yeah. see keep going. If you if you don't need the money for like the love of it or like a good challenging role or something interesting, but you're just gonna be putting out like straight to VOD schlock that you clearly sleepwalk through. Like, what's the to, like to what end? What's the point, man? Exactly. So yeah, he he gets blown up. We get the sign that his wife does kind of care. Um, next we get our first gratuitous nudity scene, which in eighties nineties action movie we would be remiss to avoid. In uh, in a strip club, and with print with Prince playing, yes, which comes back later. As <laughs> yeah. does the football to the face. That also comes back later. <laughs> so they're at the strip club. Uh, Joe's there for to like watch after Corey, I believe, or something to do with her. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy's there, like, because he's kind of got like a a thing going with her. I don't know if he's, like, dating her or just, like, I don't know. He's, like, paying for stuff, but I don't really know how stripper relationships work with clients like that. So. Yeah, yeah. But there, there's some sort of relationship between them. And, and played by a super young Holly Berry, who yep. is, you know, gorgeous, of course. Yeah. She's gorgeous in any decade. Mm-hmm. Another one, unfair. <laughs> yeah, she just she does not age. Like does not talented, age. beautiful, no aging ever. Almost at times seems to get more attractive, which mm-hmm. isn't fair either. No, nope, but she seems delightful, so I can't hate her. Yeah, can't hate her. <laughs> just the female Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> they're, they're both in the strip club and kind of like meet lock eyes. They don't know each other. They, you know, they're all like, hmm, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Uh, he, Joe then meets up with, how, what, what happens then? He meets up with, how Joe does, right? He meets up with Halle Berry, with Corey, and mm-hmm. and that's when Jimmy and Joe meet for the first time, right? Yeah, because obviously, you know, Jimmy is super, super jealous and thinks like, you know, Brad, or not Brad Pitt, Bruce Willis is trying to bang, you know, Halle Berry right. or whatever, and he's like, I'm just here to protect her, whatever, relax. And, and Damon Wayans is like, you couldn't protect a cup of warm piss. <laughs> <laughs> it's yuck. Yeah. So, so, yeah, then what is it? He He's like, Jimmy's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll protect you. You don't need him. Like, I'll, I'll take you home or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then Bruce also has some, like, weird flash some vague like traumatic flashbacks that we'll learn about more later where that mm-hmm. that was with like secret service uniform um that i i kind of missed um yeah yeah no it's um with the politician you yeah something's something like, like he's like outside the, the door yeah some sort of nefarious inappropriate things are going on inside with whoever he's supposed to be guarding and and a woman or two, or who I, it's hard to tell because you don't go in yet. Um, I also but think it sounds it's, bad. 
Yeah, it sounds very bad. I also find it like a little bit funny is that they tr- they're trying to make because that's that's LA. They're mm. trying to make LA look like a dirty New York City. And it's just like, you know, with the steam coming out from the yeah. sewer grates and stuff, you're like, that is not how LA works, my friend. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is not how it works. Yeah, they're going for a vibe that doesn't actually exist. Mm-hmm. So then so the so Corey and Jamie take off without Joe, and then Joe gets jumped by a bunch of bunch of goons. And they like punch him a bit, and then he's gonna. They're gonna. One of them takes him off to like shoot him in an alley. <laughs> Before he can be shot, uh, Joe makes a bunch of like yo mama's so fat jokes <laughs> to the guy. Yeah, yeah. Just just like your wife is your wife is so fat, and the guy yeah. like he's supposed to kill Bruce Willis, right? But then and he he's goes, just yucking it up. He's having like, a hell. Your wife is so fat. And right before the guys get ready to pull the trigger, he's like, how fat is she? I know. <laughs> like, hanging on every word. He's laughing. His, he's, having a, he's having a heck of a time. He's having a laugh in the alley at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. And so he takes this moment of distraction to grab a broken bottle by his feet and just shanks this dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's, that's what you get for disrespecting women. <laughs> Especially your wife. Like, right. That guy was disrespecting your wife. Yeah, seriously. He's just, he couldn't get enough. He's like, give me another. Give me another. Hit me yeah. again. Aye, aye, aye. Then we get Jimmy taking Corey home. And uh, she just gets immediately machine gunned to death. Just mowed down. Like, very brutally. Away. Yeah. Very brutally. I was like, oh, no. That's, that's R.I.P. in peace, Corey. Mm-hmm. And then Joe comes running up. You see that little gunfight. He gets he gets in the mix. Starts shooting everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wayne's uh, Jimmy. He, he like runs a guy over. They they take out all the bad guys. Big gunfight, but they're victorious. They sort of decide to team up. Uh, Willis is like a little reluctant, but but Wayne's he he knows like some information he needs. So he's like, fine, take me to like. I think they go to her apartment, Corey's apartment. Is yeah. that where they went? Uh-huh. And so they make their way there. It's, like, all trash, and uh, and they, like, look around trying to find some evidence and stuff like that, and they do something involving, something to do to, involving a senator, the Senator Baynard, Baynard or something like that. Yeah, and the, um, the owner of the L.A. Stallions, which is the name of the yeah. football team. Yeah, so good. I love fake football team names when they can't get the actual rights. Like, like in any given Sunday, it's like the Knights, the Sharks. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So obnoxious and bad. And the and like the the outfit or the uniforms and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just like ridiculous. Yeah, at the beginning, Cle- Cleveland was one of the teams playing, and they just were basically wearing Bears helmets. They just had big C like Bear helmet C's on there on the side of their head, but they were Cleveland. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Um, they end oh, up... Oh. oh, sure, sure. Oh, yeah. There's also a little bit of exposition right before, because when they go to the police station and there's, you know, the lieutenant that hates Bruce Willis, mm-hmm. it's, they say something about, um, uh, that's the same son of a bitch that saved the president's life. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't understand what was going on there. 
Yeah, it was just basically, you know, that kind of film noir trope of like the PI getting the the, the, the fucking earful from the actual police. And and then once he leaves the room, the guy was like, that guy can't talk to you that way or something like that. Goes, oh, oh, yeah, like the, same the evil chief, that same but like then the the regular beat cop, he's like, I respect you, though. He's because he's a man of the people, but not mm-hmm. authority. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. right. Now I recall. Yeah. So then, yeah, after that, they get there and they end up finding like a cassette tape that has like evidence on it, I guess. Some mm-hmm. recording. <laughs> he puts it in his shitty car and it ends up eating the tapes. <laughs> they lose all the <laughs> Fast forward, eats the tape. Yeah. Like, Why'd you do that? How the, how the, like, how the fuck was I supposed to know? Like, maybe don't put it in in uh, uh, the, the key to everything. Maybe don't put this in a place where this could happen. Yeah. Or at least warn the man that this is a possibility. <laughs> Not at all on Jimmy. On Jimmy's no. side here. Yep, I agree. Just in a hurry. He was trying to move things along. I respect that. So Jimmy's like, I, I, I just want to go home now. Like, I, I, I've had it up to here. Uh, he goes, I guess Corey had multiple cars. So he goes to Corey's other car. And right before he starts it, Joe drives right up to him and yells at him, pulls him out of the car. He's like, no, stop. Because that one had a car bomb in it, too, that he knew somehow. <laughs> so they, they disconnect the bomb and they put it in the trunk, I guess. And then these two goons approach him, and like they disarm on this and that. And Bruce, like, no, uh, Damon Wayne, he throws like the keys away, or one of them throws the keys away. He's like, "Oh, sorry, can't go anywhere." And so one of the bad guys, like, "Oh, put him in the trunk." So instead of just like popping the trunk, <laughs> he shoots it, <laughs> and happens to shoot that yeah, nice. And just big immediately chunk explodes. Yeah, it's the first time I saw that. I was like, "Wait, what?" I, I didn't notice the part where he threw the keys away. So I was like, mm-hmm. "None of this makes sense." I'm like, "Okay, they—that's what they were going for." Yeah, that he yeah. didn't have the keys. So, but yeah, there's more than one way to. Anyways, doesn't matter. <laughs> it explodes. They escape. Uh, they're driving along, and then this is when Prince comes back. They start bonding a little over Prince. Wayne, Wayne sings a little for him. There's a little levity. He, he makes Bruce smile a bit. So it's like, okay, they're getting it's, yeah, they're they're on each other. They, uh, they then go to Joe's house. His daughter's there. And man, does she hate him. <laughs> she hates his guts. She's he's, like, he's like bleeding out of all corners of his face. He's all cut up. She doesn't care. She's just like, fuck you, old man. <laughs> yeah, she just kept just like calling him a fucking asshole and like asshole fuck up you're a loser like wow and then bruce willis is like you want some ice cream and she's like i fucking hate you and then he throws the ice cream out the window and he goes you know how you know how i hate to waste food (laughs) this is such a uh, hyper like like, stressful i don't know stress but it's just like hyper tension for no reason like between did those you, two. Did you notice what movie she's watching on TV? What was she watching? She was watching Lethal Weapon on TV. Was she? Nice. R- written, like by Shane, written by Shane Black, who also wrote this. I didn't look who wrote it. Oh, that... Yeah. Okay, that makes a bar sense. This does feel like kind of... Because even when it's ridiculous, it's still, like, 
following a story in there's reasons that they may not be 100% perfect, but there's reasons for every ridiculous mm-hmm. thing that happens. Oh, of course. Uh, and it's it's kind of funny at times. Yeah, oh yeah, it's got that I feel like it's got that good like Shane Black banter, but yeah. but not as refined, I think. Like a uh, more as... intense uh other guys. Is it other guys or nice, nice guys? Nice guys. Uh-huh. Like yeah. not as not as light, but like a more hard like a R-rated like a little harder version of that because mm-hmm, there still have some fun banter back and forth, but it's more serious situations. Definitely. So then we get some more backstory on, on Jimmy, like his family, his football career, things like that. Also, if I can, like during his monologue, he says how his wife walks down La Brea Boulevard. Nobody calls, nobody says like with the big street names in LA, nobody Let's says, say Right. Nobody says Avenue or Boulevard mm-hmm. or whatever. They just call it La Brea. That'd right. be like that'd be like an L in New York saying, "Oh, I was walking down Broadway Avenue or whatever." No, <laughs> you just call it Broadway. Yeah. In LA, you call it Fountain. You call it Sunset. You call it La Brea. You call it Fairfax. You don't that say. That makes Avenue. sense. <laughs> yeah. I just like yeah. oh, okay. Here you have to because uh, you could have the same number as a street or an avenue. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But yeah, that's the only reason they do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he asked to use his, use his shower. Like, I was like, oh, that's an odd request. I, I miss that. I miss parts of this because he was just like droning on and I'm like, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he, after he gives this super serious monologue about his wife, pregnant mm-hmm. wife dying and, and how that kind of messed him up. He's like, can mm-hmm. I use your shower? Odd request. And then he goes to the bathroom and I just wrote cocaine because he because did he, he do drugs he, he he was trying to do coke bruce oh, willis, bruce, willis bruce willis comes in the bathroom and obviously you know he hates drugs he is you know an a kind of an officer of the law i would say right and i love and when the guy hates drugs but they're like a crippling alcoholic <laughs> yeah exactly um, Sorry. Keep and then, going. you know, Damon, Way- <laughs> Damon Wayans talks about how, you know, like the gambling and like the injury mm. report with football helps the spread and all that stuff. And he's like, you know, I went from Demerol to, you know, eating codeine with my pancakes. And yeah. Bruce Willis is like, when you're done feeling sorry for yourself, the door's that way. <laughs> just, <laughs> just can't be bothered. <laughs> Love it. And then, and then as he's walking out, his daughter, who suddenly has become nice, and it's just like, hey, sorry I was such a bitch in there. And you're like, how the fuck old are you? Oh, yeah, you're like 12. And then yeah. that's where we get the famous name of the movie. They um, said it? I didn't see it. Oh, thank you. Well, t- technically, it's not said. It's written because Bruce Willis refers to himself as a Boy Scout earlier. Mm-hmm. He was like, I was a good Boy Scout when he talks about the security detail and all mm-hmm. that. And then his daughter talks about how much of a fan of Jimmy's Bruce Willis was. And mm-hmm. so he has a card and the little girl goes, you signed my card. Oh, and that's what he signed it? I didn't read yeah. what he signed. Yeah, he signed it to the last Boy Scout. Oh, that still counts. Love yeah. it. Oh, Love totally. it. Totally. Oh, I already yeah. liked this movie. That, oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. I love when they do that. It's just mm-hmm. my favorite thing. Hell yeah. Well, but yeah, take it, take it away. Good catch, thank you. Thank you, you got it. I, I did not know. I. 
he there was a bunch written on that card, and I was just like, I can't be bothered to read all that. <laughs> he did a mental TL, TLDR. <laughs> <laughs> we make a good team. Yeah, exactly. I know you picked up on almost all the things I just wasn't paying attention on. I tried to get through this a little faster than I normally do. Um, so I knew I missed some like littler things like that, but that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so then yeah, they part ways, um, and some goons attack Jimmy and like throw him off a bridge. <laughs> yeah. Kim Coates, Kim Coates I, and a couple other guys. I had to, just that was one of the few things I had to rewind. Cause I was like, I thought that was Damon Wayne's, but like that definitely killed the dude that just got thrown off and that couldn't have happened. So it's like, that, I must have missed something. Everyone, nope, that was him. <laughs> yeah, they he literally just, like, just gets like, up, like, he's fine, kind of. I don't know. I'm okay. Weird. I'm okay, guys. I'm a trained professional. You just fell, like, 100 feet onto yeah. a car. Right. You would have had broken every bone in your spine and in your I legs. love the movie, the move, action movie logic of, like, if you land on a windshield, it somehow, like, cushions your fall. You know? Yeah. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. it's classic action movie logic. And I'm here exactly. for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, some goons show up at, at Joe's place and just tase the shit out of him. Take him away. And t- right when they're, like, stuffing him in the car, this must have been the cop that was, like, respect before, right? Exactly, yes. Okay. Uh-huh. So I was like, I didn't recognize him, but I'm like, it's that must have been for, like, Definitely. extra added. Because he shows up and he's like, it's like, excuse me, gentlemen, is there a problem? <laughs> this is so great. Yes, officer. There are too many bullets in this gun. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> what? What a terrible line, you corny fuck. Oh, God, so funny. <laughs> so, take him back. Take uh, Joe back to the place, and Kim Coates is being a real dickhole to him. So, so Bruce just kills him. <laughs> He, he's like, touch me again and I'll kill you. And yeah. then Kim Coates punches him. And then he does the, the Con Air, like, yeah. his bone into the brain move. Another action movie. Love that that one. The, you punch the nose into the brain. Love that. Uh, I wonder how real or, like, you know, Yeah, I don't know if there's any is. truth to that or not. I mean, maybe. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. Feels like the amount of force that it would take to dislodge that bone to then go into your might not be able to be done with a hand, but I don't know, maybe. Or it, or even just in one, you know, t- shot, you know. That's what I mean. I feel like you'd have to take like a crowbar to someone repeatedly. Like I don't know. If anybody knows, let us. Know. Yeah, please let us know if this particular type of murder is doable. <laughs> 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 So then, like, basically, it's no big deal that he just killed one of his henchmen. The guy, bad guy doesn't care. He lays out his big plan, as a bad as big bads are want to do. Um, and his, his plan is to frame Joe for the murder of the senator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then Jimmy, like, meets up with Joe's daughter, and they go on, like, a little road trip to find Joe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she, so he's like, he's like sitting outside of um, the bad guy's house, and then she just pops into the car, and he's like, go home, and she's like, kiss my ass. (laughs) I did, I really did enjoy the daughter, she's like, bipolar, and just all over the place. (laughs) She's She's, great. Well, she's clearly just been spending way too much time with Bruce Willis, and listening to his, just like, potty, potty mouth. Yeah, she's just 
she has no patience. No, she will not suffer fools. So they are those two. That dynamic duo uh, goes out, and the bad guys end up catching Jimmy, but not her. So Jimmy and Joe are both, and they're all in the woods with a bunch of goons, mm-hmm. and they're about to get killed. And Joe's daughter just shows up. She's like walks into this like this about to be bloodbath or execution, and no one seems to. Everyone seems confused, and she gives her dad a puppet. Which everyone is still confused, but allows. And she starts talking with it. Yeah, he starts doing like a routine, like, like he's uh, like that guy with the puppets. What's his name? Jeff Dunham. <laughs> Jeff Dunham. Dunham. Yeah. <laughs> starts doing his his like stand-up routine with his puppet, and kind of like how he distracted people the first time, just like fucking around, sort of making jokes, just being weird. And twist, she put a gun in the puppet. (laughs) (laughs) Which was awesome. Oh, there was, right before she came in with the puppet, there was a line by the bad guy, um, Taylor, uh, Taylor Negron, I think is his name, Negron, who is just like, would pop up in random fun roles from time to time. Um, He says a line that I always used to say, like with buddies when I worked at the bar, did any of you stupid shits bother to frisk this fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So good. So good. Oh, oh, so funny. So So he starts blasting away with this sock puppet. And he's shooting guys. They escape. They all run. Uh, Get into a car, all three of them. Big car chase. They, like... End up tumbling down this hill. They're okay, but the car behind them, like, like goes over, like, somehow flips up to a roof and, like, skies over, jumps over a roof of this house and then lands in a pool, then explodes. <laughs> yeah. And, and then so weird. walks up to it and just starts blasting. Yeah. He starts shooting everybody, which, I mean... Sort of is weird because he went back and shot a bunch, but one of those guys ended up not being dead. Yeah, the main kind of creepy bad guy ended yeah, up living. Like it exploded, and then he riddled it with bullets to make sure. But then that dude was just like, I guess I'm not done yet. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it was odd to have that extra, like, shooting part. Like, the explosion is one thing. It's like, okay, you know, you don't see him die. But then the fact that he, like, put his gun in there just to pepper the bodies that are on fire was strange. Strange choice. But yeah, again, whatever. It I I enjoyed it because it's just silly. Um, so yeah, <laughs> pool car explodes. Um, and was there a bomb as well? Was there some sort of bomb plot? So so what? They wrote down the they they rushed to stop a bomb at the Coliseum where the so senator. What they were going to do is they were literally going to. So the bad guy was basically going to screw over not only the senator but marcone i think as well because they had 10 10 pounds of c4 in a briefcase that was heading to the coliseum ah okay and they which they were also going to pin on joe bruce willis and then they were going to kill him he's just an explosives expert and like a marksman like, like he how is he able? Basically. <laughs> Apparently, he could lord. Um, 
So, so then there's more another car chase, and somehow the bad guys get a hold of Joe's daughter. I didn't really understand if I just like looked away or they just yeah. all stopped, like at so, her. So, so the guy get a babysitter, man. The the rich guy's house, who the car flipped into in the pool, which actually was one. Of the oh, he, the he left her with him, and then the guy is, came out and shot him. Yeah, which is very strange. Like you're gonna leave your daughter with some stranger. Yeah, I probably would have okay. called the police and then been like, once they arrived, then leave them there. But or his wife, you know. Yeah, or or just anyone at this point. Like I probably would have gone with someone who's trained because they know who she is now. Right, and exactly. Happens option, which happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, they have his, his daughter. Uh, the two are two protagonists, Jimmy and Joe. <laughs> names, boring names. Uh, infiltrate the stadium. Um, they uh, geared up. They got a bunch of guns and stuff. They confront the bad guy in like his suite, his like bad guy lair or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's that's what the key was for was for the bomb, right, or something? Yes. Uh huh. Yes. Give me the key. Give me the key. And he throws uh, an explosive round he was given earlier by Willis into the fireplace. And he's like, "It's a plastic key, like or something." I don't know. He's like, "You better go get it. It's gonna melt." So they all gather around to go. That's why he got him to go oh, near the yeah. fireplace. Oh yeah, the key and for it the money because there yeah. was six million dollars that he was gonna bribe oh, okay. the senator with. And he's like, the, the money's in a locker, but it's a new plastic key, so you better get it in the fire. Yeah. And then, it was then they all rush round. to it and it explodes because he had these shredder rounds that Bruce Willis gave him. Mm-hmm. They're like for blowing open like locked doors and stuff, but they'll just like annihilate anything. I think he said in like a 10-foot radius. Yeah. That, that blows everyone out. That was, that was pretty cool. That was, oh, I enjoyed yeah. that. It was a decently intelligent move. They then escape with, the, with his daughter. Um, and the sniper's like getting in position though, because now he's gonna the guy that survived the pool fire. Um, he's gonna snipe the this senator, so they're they're gonna try and stop that. Jimmy, his way of doing this is uh finding a horse. There's a football game going on, mind you, at this point. Uh, he finds a horse down on the field. Rides it onto the field while said game is taking place. <laughs> and then he yells at his buddy to give him the ball. Yeah. So get gets the, the ball. ball they're playing a professional football game with. Gets it himself. And right when the sniper is about to shoot the senator, Jimmy throws the ball again at the senator, which, like, hits him and makes him move right as the shot's coming in. And that's actually shooting the football, which is fun. Yeah. I don't know if we were meant to think that the football stopped it or, or what, but whatever. Or, yeah, I guess. maybe <laughs> he, he saves him that way, so the face football comes back again to save the day for the second time in under two hours. And then while this is all happening, it gave Joe time to climb up on this bird's nest and, and attack the sniper. Um, they fight a bit, and he ends up knocking him off into, like, a helicopter's blades. <laughs> Dude, I I yelled brutal. out loud. I went, holy shit! Well, it kind of came out of nowhere. Like he yeah. was high, but not like higher than a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, and then he, the helicopter's like, doing. He, he was pretty much already dead because he was just riddled with bullets. 
Yeah. And then he and then he falls into this helicopter, and then Bruce Willis starts dancing and like an yeah, Irish. He jig. does an Irish jig. I wrote. He's <laughs> on like the Megatron, like big like screen, just dancing away on this catwalk, doing a jig, and everyone's loving it. I mean, wild. Like, there's no. That wasn't like a callback to something earlier, or like. His daughter's like, why don't you dance with me? Or, like, his wife's like, we never dance anymore. And he had some Irish... You know, there was no, like... That I saw. There was no reason. It wasn't yeah. like from something. I think, like, there was there was a reference earlier in the movie. Where it's like, you know, if I did something... Yeah, I remember him saying... If, he's like, if I did something, I'll da- I would dance a jig. And, and Daniel Williams okay. is like, what? He's like, I would dance a jig if this okay. happened or whatever. I don't know if that makes me feel better or if it pisses me off because it's so much funnier if it just there was no reference to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as crazy as this movie was, they do have reasons for doing everything. So it seemed very out of place that I didn't I couldn't figure out why this was happening. So that that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so after his his little his his dance, uh Joe sort of gets back with his wife. Like, afterwards, they're, like, hugging, and, like, she's, like, I'm sorry, and this and that. He's, like, hugging her and being nice, but then he says something along the lines of, like, like, I'd I'd punch you in the face if everyone else wasn't around here, but he's just, like, smiling, like, for appearances. But he he hates her. (laughs) Like, they didn't really get back together, right? Yeah, I don't know. He says, she says, forgive me. I'll buy a dog because, like, that was yeah, his excuse. Yeah, that was a line before. It's like, you're lonely, buy a dog. <laughs> and he's like, fuck you, Sarah. You're a lying bitch, and if the cops weren't here, I'd spit in your face. I was like, That's Jesus Christ! Yeah. But he's, like, smiling while he says it, so I took that as, like, he was just keeping up appearances, but he was like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> right, yeah. Very, uh, very bizarre. <laughs> very odd. Um, and then the, like, other guy... We get a cut to, like, was he, like, a mob guy, or was he the owner of the team or something? He was, Mark yeah. Bone was the owner of the L.A. Stallions, the, okay. the, the redneck guy. The, yeah, the and guy. he's opening up a suitcase, and then he just, like, explodes. So what had happened... What happened with all that? Yeah, so what had happened was um, he had said, you know, the, the, the money's in the suitcase in a white BMW, and... Coincidentally enough, conveniently enough, the the white BMW had been parked right next to Marcone's car. So Marcone saw the white BMW, shot the car window to get the the suitcase out of the back seat, which was the C4. But then in the trunk was the six million dollars that they were going to bribe bribe the senator with. So so he just made a mistake, like an idiot. Exactly. Yep. Pretty much. Ah, That's kind of funny. Yeah, I didn't understand why it happened. I just enjoyed it because the Jimmy and Joe, like, this guy's a rich guy, like, up in the Hollywood Hills or something. They just see this big explosion. And they both seem to immediately know what happened. They're just like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> like, Maybe there was a gas leak in a family of six. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, how do you exactly. know this guy just blew himself up? <laughs> and it's so funny because I feel like that actor... I forget his name off the top of my head, but he's always played like really like nice guys and stuff like that. But in this, he plays Marcone, just like Marcone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Noble Willingham. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was like the old man in Walker, Texas Ranger. 
Man, he was in City Slickers. He was in Ace Ventura. Tons of stuff. Tons Howling? Of stuff. Holy crap. Yeah. Wow, what else? Sorry, this is bad radio. Um, anything worth noting? No, I can't look through all that. He has a million fucking... Yeah, he was one of those character actors who was just in a bajillion oh. things. And he died 16 years ago. R.I.P. Noble Willingham. Yeah. You will be missed. But yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the it. last Boy Scout. That's the last fucking Boy Scout, baby. Wow. I really love this movie. I really did. It was so ridiculous. And, you know, like, it's, it's, it was trying to hit on those, you know, the, the, those buddy cop themes. Those yeah. Film noir kind of themes. Because it wasn't, it had elements that it's like, oh, this should be a parody, like with the football scene at the beginning and like the puppet right. and like mm-hmm. but it took itself pretty seriously mm-hmm. but still weaved in those those moments which usually that does not work like when we watch sudden death like they kind of yeah. did that too that did not work and i mean i still love that movie but it didn't work in the same way right but it, it just it seemed to it just worked for me in this one i don't know why yeah no definitely definitely i mean tony scott's a good filmmaker so that Incredible. probably probably helps r.i.p to him as well that yeah was really, that was so tragic that was, yeah that's sad um he made some really fun movies that's oh, really too yeah. bad yeah not to get too much of a downer but uh you got some trivia for us oh you bet your ass i do yeah, yeah. so the first big one is um bruce willis and damon wayans while they played friends in the movie they both hated working with each other really Mm-hmm. Wonder why. A lot of lot of negative energy coming out of this movie is what I've what I've gathered from reading a lot of this trivia. Their their chemistry wasn't bad on screen. It wasn't like Tango and Cash, like they didn't look like they're having a great time, but they didn't look mm-hmm. miserable, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. I wonder if that's more if that came more from Willis, because he could he seems like he could be kind of crotchety. Well, I think from from what Damn Wayne's always seemed fun. Yeah. Maybe I'm basing a lot of that on his children are all really like silly and fun, but yeah, I mean, you get that from somewhere. And I always thought he was fun. I've always I always mean, enjoy what he's. In. Yeah, to- oh, totally. Kind of, kind of what I've gathered from reading a lot of the um, trivia is that you know there was a lot of you know toxic energy, and you know like because. Like Bruce Willis was at the height of his fame, you know. Oh, uh, was he a bit uh, diva? He ended up actually like take him and Joel Silver, like the big producer from this movie, ended up actually taking the movie away from Tony Scott and Shane Black. Like so, like a lot really? of the a lot of the second half of the movie changed. I actually kind of would believe that because I was a little more lost on certain things towards the end. Like there's just like a lot of stuff going on, and I was like, wait, what's what's happening now? Yeah, like, exactly. It didn't seem as coherent, so that would make sense. Yeah, and like, you know, because, you know, like we talked about, there was some of that on Tango and Cash, so they brought mm-hmm. in that really famous, you know, fixer editor. Um, right. Uh, Stuart Baird, I think, to come in and recut the movie, and like he came on and recut this movie. And um, like Tony Scott hated working with Joel Silver so much, um, he based the movie producer from True Romance who's buying the Coke off Christian Slater and yeah. uh, Rosanna Arquette or Patricia Arquette on Joel Silver. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. That's interesting. I yeah. like that. I love he, little digs like that. Oh, yeah. And he even, you know, had the actor, like, act like Joel Silver. Like, talk like he talked and emulate yeah. how he, how so he good. was and stuff. I um, love that. Shane Black, with this movie, became the first writer to sell a spec script for a million bucks. Oh, wow. He sold the script for 1.75 mil uh, to Warner Brothers. And the a writer, the writer who broke that record after him was Joe Esterhaus, beat him a year later for Basic Instinct, which he sold for $3 million. Oh. Wow. Yeah. It seems like a lot bucks. for a script. Oh, my God. Insane. Because how many scripts are purchased that never even become movies? I I would imagine a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I always like Shane Black, even though he did Iron Man 3. I, was, I can yeah. forgive him. Yeah, I, guess. I mean, yeah, I love I love Shane Black. And, you know, I <laughs> and love he was in Predator, man. And, <laughs> he was in Predator. He was in Predator. Um, Shane Black and Tony Scott both said in later years how the original script was far better than the final film. Oh, that's a bummer because I did enjoy yeah. this, but it did feel like it could have been something more. Apparently, it was like way darker and had a lot more. You you got a lot more insight into um, the bad guys and, and stuff. Yeah, like they were very two dimensional, just like we're bad guys because we're bad. Like okay, exactly. Um, you know, which I'm um, fine with for an action movie, but like that's what takes it from just being like a fun popcorn action movie to like. Oh, this is like a great, great movie, you know. Exactly, like like fleshing out characters and you know right. character arcs, character development. Yeah, um, I mean that's the difference between yeah. just being like this or like True Lies, where that's just like a great movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, when Billy Billy Blank shoots himself and he says, "Ain't life a bitch," the line was originally supposed to be, "I'm going to Disneyland." Oh my god, that's so much better. I know, right? Like, oh, oh that's my god. so good. Yeah. Yeah, oh. like how incredible. How incredible would that have been? Because that's you know, obviously so when players good. win a game or win Yeah, a Super when like they're in the Super Bowl, say, I'm going to Disney. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they had like some legal issues with Disney it was like, uh, fuck you. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I mean, that had to be why, right? Oh, definitely. Because that's that's objectively a better line. Like, Incredible line. No human being on the planet would have those side by side and be like, no, no, that's not better. Exactly. Yeah. Um, The word fuck is used 102 times in this movie. Was it really? It didn't... Maybe I'm just a desensitized, like, robot now, but I didn't... It didn't feel like it was overly like gratuitous in the language, but <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess so. Maybe we're just kind of desensitized to it. I think I must be. It just yeah. didn't. I guess when it doesn't feel forced, like I don't notice it. It's just like part of a, com- a natural conversation. Yeah. Maybe that was why. I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting because that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I saved my favorite trivia bit for last. You're gonna love this one. Oh boy. So Shane Black originally had a different title for the movie, and Joel Silver loved it so much, he asked if he could use it uh, for another project that he had coming up. 
And granted, oh. the script was written about four years before the movie came out. Right. The title for the original title for the Last Boy Scout, Die Hard. What? Yep. So he ended up using that for. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Does Shane Black get some sort of like Die Hard credit? I I sure would hope so because he damn sure deserves it. Yeah, it's an it's. I mean, it's an iconic title. I mean, yeah. It's perfect. Oh, definitely. It's absolutely perfect. It's exactly what's happening. Like that's his thing. He's just he's an everyman, but like he they they can't they can't make him die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's <Exactly>. really hard. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, because that was based on like a novel and not obviously the same name. Yeah, it was. Oh my gosh, I can find it really quick. Let me see. And it was here. actually like a sequel to an old, uh, what's his name? Frank's Blue Sin- Eyes. Frank's yeah. Frank Sinatra movie. Yep. And they, ha- I love that fact. I'm, we may have said it on here before. I love the little fact of uh, t- when they made that movie, they were contractu- contractually obligated to first offer it to. Sinatra? Yes, they were. It's like, uh, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> Can you imagine Sinatra doing that in the Nakatomi Tower? <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Just walking over glass with like a, a rocks glass in his hand. <laughs> Drunkenly firing all over the place. Uh, do it in my way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, Hans. I have- I have one more one more thing that I forgot that I usually like to add in the trivia is the body Wait. count. The body oh, count yeah. was uh, 27. That seems about right. Yeah. Oh, uh, the original Frank. Uh, the the original title for the movie that became Die Hard was Nothing Lasts Forever. Was that the name of the book? Or, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I knew it was something longer that uh, definitely needed to be changed. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Although it's not a terrible title, but it gives me no. like uh, Edge of Tomorrow vibes, where it's just like, yeah. what is this about? Or even like Bond vibes. You know, yeah, like, a little like bit. Bond vibes title. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Also, yeah. Edge of Tomorrow, awesome movie. Incredible movie. Have to do that. And I think it, it really did suffer from the title because it's like, well, what the fuck is this about? Yeah. I mean, they like, basically rebranded it a different name on like its home release. Like Live, Die, Repeat, right? Yeah. Which is yeah. much, it's still not a good title, but at least tells you more of what's going on. I loved that movie. I remember seeing a, it in the theater and same. it was so great. Yeah, I, that's one of those that like an ending can influence me more than it probably should on a movie. I did not like the ending, but I just didn't mm-hmm. care because the rest of it was so good. Yeah, exactly. Tom Cruise, man. He's fantastic. Yeah, him and, him and Emily Blunt were so good in it. And Bill Paxton. R. Yes, R. that was like yeah. his, one of his last, if not his last role, wasn't it? I, I, I definitely think it was up there for sure. Yeah. Uh, I love Bill Paxton. He still has my favorite line and character in any movie. His character in Aliens. Game over, man. Game over, man. Game over. I just oh. love him freaking out. Like, he starts off as this hard-ass Marine, and then he's just like, just crumbles and tweaks out just like i mean anyone would of course when you have giant xenomorphs trying to yeah i just love that Mm -hmm. i don't believe that was even scripted i think he actually made that up i think he just riffed that that makes that makes so much sense i love yeah 
think I read that somewhere. I, I could be wrong. I, maybe I just want that to be because I love him. Mm-hmm. But did you ever see the movie he directed? I can't remember Frailty? the name of it. Frailty? Yeah, it's a solid movie. Oh, Frailty is fantastic. Matthew yeah. McConaughey, uh, Power, Powers Booth, right? I watched Power that after Booth. he died because I was like, here's my respect. And I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. You had some talent there, too. Fuck, that's sad. This is a yeah. bleak way to end this, so let's get to something yeah. a little more positive. Um, yeah. Next week, it doesn't get much more positive than this. Next week, we will be doing Point Break. Yes. The remake, obviously, because that's a superior film. But yeah, you? I've never seen it. Never will. <laughs> I've never Garbage, seen it either. Gross. I no yeah. None. So None. so dumb. No, we'll obviously be doing the original, the Keanu master masterpiece. And the famous Catherine Bigelow. Yeah, that's so great. A lot of big, good names in that too. Huge. Uh, with Swayze and uh, Lori and, uh, Petty. Nick Nolte, right? Uh, Gary Busey. It's Busey. I always get those two confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Busey. Uh, yeah, just so much fun. So great. I mean, the inspiration for the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> <laughs> and we have our... our uh, I mean, the first Fast and Furious is just, is just yeah. with, with cars. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, so good. Um, and yeah, and uh, we'll have a special guest. Uh, a good friend and very one of the funniest people I've ever met. Same uh, here. Not just saying that because we're friends, uh, but yeah, I think I think you'll all really enjoy. I don't know what he has to bring to the table, and I like it that way. Yeah. I never know, and I mean that as a positive. That's yes. One of the bigger compliments I can give to someone is like I, I I, I just don't know. I, yeah. My brain can't, isn't on the same level as his. Again, compliment. Yeah. So this is going to be really fun. I know we're going to have fun, and I know everyone who listens will enjoy the hell out of it. So that will be next week. So I can't wait. I'm not sure where Point Break is right now, if it's streaming anywhere. I'll post that on on Twitter if if it is anywhere for free, unless you have that up at the moment. I can look real quick. Um, I think I got it. Let's see. I'm typing it in on... One of my favorite apps to look at, just watch. Yeah. Um, it looks like it's on HBO Max, so there oh, we go. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, I like to try and uh, and uh, give that screenshot on our Twitter account before a movie comes out, so so you can watch it. We try to do this so that even if you haven't seen the movie, you can still enjoy what we're talking about. But it does add a little bit to it if you've seen the movie. Yeah. And and again, I I. I want to give a shout out to who knows if anybody from this company is listening but just watch is is a great resource to have if you're trying to look for something and you don't want to just blindly go searching through all the streaming services right and whatnot it's just it's it's a, it's a nice little helpful tool yeah it works really well i used other ones before and it was always a pain and they weren't always updated or accurate so that mm-hmm. this kind of defeats the purpose but yeah this is great they have the Basically streaming for free, like if you have a subscription, obviously, then a rent and a buy and it has all your prices where you can do it. It's They do a really good job. So, mm-hmm. For sure. Unsolicited shout out to uh, to these guys. Yeah. Who, uh, just watch. Get that app. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. This, you yeah. can find us on um, Twitter at ActionMovieBC. You can find us on Instagram um, at ActionMovieBookClub. If there's anything you want to talk about, 
uh, any questions you might have, tell us how efficient um, hitting somebody in the nose and sending their bone <laughs> yes. into their brain is. If you Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> uh, please let us know if there's any movies you want us to talk about. Um, something that we might be missing. Please, please let us know. Um, anything Absolutely. you want to want to throw in, Hans? Um, we will be putting together a website. It'll just be actionmoviebookclub.com. Um, it's in the works right now. Uh, it'll have places where you can post things about exactly what he was saying with things you'd like to see, just comments on the show, movies you want to see us do, things like that. And then uh, it'll have all our, it'll be another way to, to find the show on there. I'll have a, all the links to the different avenues you can find that. And we'll also be putting together a blog, uh, just a movie blog. It won't always be action movie centric. Uh, if we miss anything from an episode that we think of later that's interesting, we may post something or we just saw something that we liked and dug and thought was cool. We might write something about it. So a little more content there for free. Uh, if you, you can, you can stop by and, and check that out probably in a week or two, we should have that up and running. So sounds great to me. Yeah. That's all I got. So, uh, with that said, why don't you take us out? Happy trails, huh?